what's going on people i would like to welcome all of you to another throwback thursday edition of the talk to q radio show my name is quincy and this is my show and every now and then i like to bring up some shows from the past just to give you all a taste for all of my new listeners I have over 800 episodes dating back to 2011. So when I get the opportunity, I just want to drop a clip of a certain show just to give you all something to listen to that you may have missed to help give you some perspective on where the show used to be and how it's evolved to get you familiar with some of the show legends. Drop these every every now and then on Thursdays. And um, hopefully you can um, get the most out of it and enjoy yourself and be entertained. This show is from October of 2015, and I talk about a couple of things such as the world being filled with liars and how women lie just as much as men do these days. You know, lying is normally something done as a defense mechanism, but I can't name the number of times I've heard someone lie unnecessarily just to look good or to come off a certain way in front of someone. And with social media, the number of lies we see on a daily basis just goes through the roof. I mean, how many times have you seen a Facebook friend post something about themselves that you knew firsthand was not true? If only we had a stimulus check for every time that happened, right? Well, joining me on this show are show legends Crystal and Buck. And Crystal was dropping knowledge on this show like a professor. I really enjoyed her contributions. Also on the show was my man Stanley from Canada. Now, Stanley would call in from time to time, and he's always filled with energy, so I appreciate his passion whenever it comes to topics of this nature. So sit back and enjoy How to Spot a Liar, recorded live on October 2015, show number 529 on the Talk to Q radio show. No experts, just opinions. And please don't forget to leave a review on the show to help support me. All right? T2Q radio show number 529. You know, I've learned two things as of late, and that's it's just that the um, the world is filled with liars and that women lie just as much as men. But the only thing that's worse than a liar is a thief, but we're not talking about thieves tonight. You know, lying is something that's normally done as a defense mechanism, but some people do it just to impress others. Now, I can't name the number of times I've heard someone lie unnecessarily just to look good in front of someone. So tonight, I'll bounce some questions off of my show legends to get their opinions on liars and how to deal with them and how to point them out. To the phone lines I go, the 248 area code, the Motor City of Detroit. So welcome on show legend, Crystal. Crystal, what's going on? Thank you. How are you? I'm doing great. You're coming in loud and crystal clear. Ha, 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 ha. <laughs> oh, you're here uh, all week, right? Oh, yeah. I've been holding on that one for three years. All right. <laughs> and I got to go to the 850, the Emerald Coastline of Pensacola, Florida. The holler at the man in black, show legend Buck. What's going on, man? What up? How's everybody doing this evening? How you doing, Crystal? Hello, Buck. All right. And we will go ahead and get started. We've all dealt with liars. What's the main reason, in your opinion, that people lie when it comes to relationships? So they can continue having sex with a person. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's it. That's the only reason why people lie. And when they don't want to have sex with them anymore, then they lie in order to get away from them. But basically... 
that's it. Okay. But what's your two cents? I can't argue with that. Sounds about right. I mean, she hit it. She hit it right on the head. I mean, get no better than that. Literally. <laughs> <laughs> A lot of puns tonight. Okay. So um, on Facebook, Chanel Tapper chimed in from L.A. She said, "Lack of morals and respect. No shame." She said, "In the old days, probably also because of fear and shame, but ain't no shame with today's relationship liars." My man Dre chimes in from Tampa. He says, in addition to that, the fear of rejection, inexcusable as it is. Okay. So, yeah, like all of that kind of plays a role in it, you know? Crystal, I, I mentioned at the beginning of the show that I thought that men, women lie just as much as men. But what do you think? Who lies more, men or women? Men. Thank you. Good night. Men. <laughs> Yes, because this is such a simple topic for me. Okay. (laughs) Um, Men lie because it is in their nature to lie. And you can tell when a man is lying because his lips are moving. It's a real joke, but it's so true. Bug, what do you think? Who lies more, men or women? Both. I mean, I can't, I mean, I know Crystal probably, you know, from some of Everybody's different. So, I mean, and everybody experiences different things. But I think it's the same on both sides. I think it's equal. Because I think, you know, especially in today's time, that, you know, everybody's trying to get their own piece of the pie. So there's there's lots going on from both sides. It's not one more than the other. It just really depends on the situation that we're dealing with. Because some, you know, some people lie more than others uh, just so they can have their cake and eat it too. Some just do it for whatever reason, whatever reason they think it's, you know, they validate themselves. But it, it really, to me, I think it's equal on both parts because everybody trying to get something. Well, you know, if you would have asked me 10 years ago, maybe, well, maybe 15 years ago, I would have told you that by far men lie more than women. But now I would give the slight edge to women, and I'll tell you why. And this is just based on, like, some guys that I know and their experiences. I've seen guys tell women the truth about what they want from a relationship and they still are able to get what they want without any problems. I mean, it's like they don't they don't have to lie and say, I don't have a woman. They can say, look, I'm not trying to get in that relationship now. And if she likes them, she'll still give it to them. And, but yet I see a lot of women who I think try to lie and manipulate and I'll be honest with you, too. I don't think they're as good at it as they once were. It used to be, man, you couldn't catch a woman in a lie. But now, I don't know, because of social media or what, women just appear to be so sloppy to me that it's almost embarrassing. But, um, I mean, Crystal, do you think that women still lie better than men? Um, I don't think we lie as much as men do. I mean, um, better, though. Better? <sighs> There's at really one time, no I would have said, I would have said, hands down, women were better liars than men, but I don't believe that now. I don't think there's a reason to lie to a man, quite frankly. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I think that to me, manipulation and lying is, is a little different. I mean, it's mm-hmm. a little, I don't know, it's 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 almost it's just within the same family, <laughs> their cousins, as opposed to. Um, reality. I mean, I think that when you manipulate, you you know you may tell half truths or you may give them what they want, you know, in order to get what you want. 
I guess to, to put it in, in terms that are completely unclear, it would be <laughs> women lie. Yeah, we give them, we give men the lie they want. So we're just kind of mirroring back to them what we know they want. It's a lie to us because we don't, we're not that person mm-hmm. usually, or we don't really want to be that way or whatever, but we do it in order a lot of times to please them or to get what we want or just to shut them up or something in order to get to the, you know, what we really want. That's and I guess like men do it too. I was say, that sounds exactly like what men do. <laughs> yeah. So, okay. But I think we're better at it because I think we're better at it because um, men actually believe because it's actually their lie. So they believe yeah. that this woman is pure, <laughs> is sweet, and just giving, and is there for them, and just, you know, nurturing, and all this stuff, uh, or whatever they see, oh, and they believe that, okay, as soon as she closes the door to the outside, then she becomes this total freak, uh-huh. whatever. Um, so, th- there their lies within itself. So we mirror back to them what we think they want, which is usually what they want because it's pretty simple what they want. And um, for men, they, they're not good at lying because we know they're lying and it is so obvious and they get tripped up in it so so easily and um, mm-hmm. because they don't remember what they just did or said or because they don't care, right. really, because they already got what they wanted. Because I think for us, our lies, quote unquote, are long term, so we remember, you know, everything. Okay. All right. And um, Buck, what do you think? You think that um, women are better liars than men? Well, if you were to ask me that five or six years ago, I would have said yes, but not now. I don't. I, I think they're worse actually because they have to. I see what what I've seen. And it's not, it doesn't apply to everybody, so, but right. to, from what I've seen from the experiences that I have, I just see stacks, and, you know, they just stack, stack one right behind the other, and, you know, they just keep stacking, and it, you know, it don't take very long to figure that out, you know, when you got them stacked up like that, so, and I'm, I'm the only reason I'm saying that because I've seen it from recent experience, so, um, you know, and that's the reason, you know, just, just stacking on, stacking on, stacking. And then all, all you have to do is just look at your phone, look at the pictures that were taken. And it's easy easy to put together. So um, it's unfortunate, but things like that happen. And, and I agree with Buck. I, um, I, I think that things have changed a bit. Maybe guys, you know, still suck at lying, but I think women have lost the art of it, too. I don't know, but maybe the older women are teaching the younger women how to lie as much because it can be sloppy. And then there's so much of a trail out there in social media to where you can catch someone in a lie so easily when it comes to who they're communicating with. But, um, all right, so, Crystal, you know, some people have a tale when it comes to lying. They, they you know, look up at the ceiling. They start to sweat. They put their hands in their pockets. Some people just do something to indicate that they're lying. But they say the eyes are the windows to the soul. I mean, how important is eye contact when it comes to outing a liar? Does that make a difference or not if they're making eye contact with you? Um, That could be an indication, but 
it's not as solid as some people think it is. Mm-hmm. Because um, there's so many different reasons why people don't look you in the eye. It could be a cultural thing. Um, it could be um, a part of their nature that they don't look mm-hmm. you in the eye or they're looking in other directions because they're thinking of other things. It may not be that they're lying. Um, so, but that, you know, has been one way of, you know, kind of telling if someone is, is lying or is trying to evade the truth a little bit. Um, but I think really only in America do we look each other in the eye like that. That's part of our culture to stare each other down kind of a thing. Um, but in other cultures is not, isn't, that's not a part of what they do. Some, some of, some cultures find it very, um, insulting to look someone in the eye or you don't look at certain people in the eye. I mean, it has nothing to do with them lying. It's just a part of the, their culture. And so, so you guess you have to be mindful of that too, but, but you can take that along with other tells, um, body language and things like that, that can give you give away that someone in line. Okay. You made some good points there. And um but I'll ask your opinion on when it comes to lying. I mean, how important is eye contact? Can a person look you in the eye and lie to you and you not know? Oh yeah. Yeah. Um I mean, I've seen that from recent history. So I mean I know it can happen. But I mean there's other there's other subtle things. That you, that you can pick up on, and, and there's patterns. Um, every and every person's different, but you re- really can figure out their patterns pretty easily and pretty quickly. So, you know, as long as you're paying attention, your head not in the clouds. I mean, it's pretty easy. To, it's pretty easy to spot once you know once you realize it. And really and truthfully, you know, to be honest with you, pay attention to some of the people and some of your close friends that you know got your best interest in heart at heart. You know, it, it's. But some sometimes other people can catch it a whole lot faster than you can. So it's always important to kind of listen to them too. I mean, I know you have you know you have to defend the people you're with and whatnot, but at the same time, pay attention because when other people see patterns that you may not be able to see, you need to be you really need to be paying attention. Okay. Now, me personally, I feel like the only way a person will reveal that they're lying through their eyes is if they feel guilty about what they did. Um, if it's someone that actually has remorse, I think you can see it in the eyes. If this person is not sorry for what, they're de- what they did, man, they will look you in the eye with a cold stare and sit there and tell you, I did not have sexual relations with that woman, Miss Monica Lewinsky. They won't think anything of it. You know, <laughs> so I think guilt kind of plays a role in, in, in that. You know, they say one way to spot a liar is to pay attention uh, to the details that they're giving out because they may give out irrelevant details. And that's Crystal, do you think that's what guys get caught up in? They give out so much details that they can't remember what they say. They leave stuff out the next time they have to tell the story. Oh, yeah, that's that's something that's, uh, yeah, natural, one of the ways of telling a liar. Um which is why, you know, police often, interrogators often ask you the same question in different ways over and over again. Um, mm-hmm. Or they ask you something out of sequence. And um, so that will tell if you were lying because you don't remember this. Because you only remember it in one way, the way you're speaking, you know. And mm-hmm. so 
if you take something out of context and then ask them about that particular thing, then they can't, you know, remember right away, you know, which sequence it's supposed to be in. And then you can catch them in it and say, wait a minute, I thought you said you didn't do that before you went there. So which was it? Was it you know, that kind of thing. And then you can catch them that way if you were paying attention. So, Buck, when, it, when a, if a person is trying to lie, they need to just stick with the basics and keep it simple, right? Yeah, that's something you're going to do, yeah. Stick with the basics. Keep it short. Okay. Just like the answer. All just right. like that. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Good night. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I do think that some people just get caught up just, you know, in all these details because they want to sound like they're not making it up. But the details just make it so much harder for you. Like, oh, yeah, babe, so... After I left Roger's house, I stopped by Sonic. They had a sale on blizzards. I mean, not blizzards, uh, whatever they sell. The Sonic Blast, where you can get an Oreo Blast for two seventy nine, and it comes in a souvenir cup. And I wanted the souvenir cup. And, I mean, man, the next day she'll ask you, so what did you get at Sonic yesterday? You're like, Sonic, I ain't go to Sonic. <laughs> you know, about me before you even realize <laughs> you forgot you even went. So, right. uh yeah, you can ask people questions the next day, like Crystal said. You can ask them things out of sequence. You can ask them to tell their story backwards. I mean, if it really happened, then they shouldn't have any problems doing it. But uh, there are ways to catch a liar when they start giving you all kinds of miscellaneous information that's really irrelevant to the to the story, because they're basically just trying to distract you. But uh, all right, I'm going to take a quick break. And we'll be back in about 69 seconds. The novels of Crystal Hickerson. The Magician. The metaphysical action drama about the fight between good and evil which holds the fate of man in the balance. Street Corners. A tragic romantic crime saga of a man who has the hearts of two very different women in his hands. The choice he makes will hurt them both. Wanted. A ghostly story about a woman caught between the planes of life and death. It is left up to the reader to decide which reality is real. The Volunteer. The struggle of a man with his career and his life teetering on thin ice. Can love truly conquer all? And if you think this is the end for Crystal, you would be wrong. For as you listen to this, a new dynamic tale is on the way. Go to crystalhickerson.com to purchase all of her novels. Follow her on social media and listen to her on the radio at thecrystalshow.com. Enter the amazing world at crystalhickerson.com. All right. My thanks to crystalhickerson.com for being a sponsor of the Talk to Q radio show. So, but let me go back to you. How do you handle a liar who gets defensive? Try to deflect the blame your way. I usually take myself out. When I see that they're trying to do, you know, put it back on me, I just go ahead and just I leave the situation because I know what's going on. Because you know you can't deflect something on me when you know you're the guilty party. So it's best for me to just, you know, just go ahead and do something else. Start doing something, you know, doing something else, and just let them be, you know, let them stay there in their own life because I just don't have time to waste. Time is one thing they don't make more of, so my time too value. You're gonna sit down and lie to me about some bullshit. I'm just gonna turn around, just walk on out the door, and just let you stand there in your own shit. 
<laughs> Crystal, now this is something that men are notorious for doing. A man would get caught up in a lie, then he'll turn around and blame a woman for something. And before the, the end of the day, she's thinking she did something wrong. Some women fall for it. I mean, how do you handle someone who you catch them in the lie and they try to deflect the blame towards you some kind of way? You know, it was your fault or if you wouldn't have done this, then blah, blah, blah. Well, you know, if you can, which is very hard sometimes to keep your emotions under control. But if you can, um, the best thing to do is to stop them right there. You know, is to say, you know what, we're not talking about that right now. We're talking about your situation. And then basically to end the conversation with, you know, how you feel. Like, you know, you hurt me, you were wrong, and I'm not going to stand for this. And then, you know, just, you know, make your case point blank and then leave it. Because a lot of times, you know, when you do that, there's nothing more they can say. Because uh, the reason why they were trying to deflect you is because they knew they were wrong. They're trying to throw it back at you. So if you don't allow it and don't feed into the – because they want the emotional response from you because they're mm-hmm. going to take it into another level. So if you stay firm with what you're talking about and and leave it at that, then there's nothing really they can do. That will be the end of it. So then they can Very. either apologize or just keep moving. Very good advice. Very good advice. Ladies, I hope you listen to that. And if you have to uh, rewind the podcast a little later, make sure you get all that jotted down if you have to. You have to keep the focus on the problem. I mean, how many times have we seen freaking crazy shows like Mari Povich or Jerry Springer or whatever back in the day where the guy gets caught cheating, he denies, 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 and when he finally decides that um, there's too much evidence against him, he looks at his woman, well, you always working. And when you come home from work, you're always tired, you know. And then the woman ends up feeling bad. Well, what am I supposed to do? I got to make money. You're not working. You're playing Xbox, blah, blah, blah. And she ends up feeling bad, thinking that she neglected her man and drove him to cheat. You cannot drive anyone to cheat. Now, don't get me wrong. You can do something that makes them check out of the relationship, you know, emotionally. But cheating is still a choice. So don't ever think that you drove someone to cheat, even if you decide to put your stuff on lock for three years. It's still up to that person to go out and try to sneak and creep and get some on the sly. So don't ever fall into that. Do exactly what Crystal said and keep the focus where it's supposed to be on the liar. On the liar. All right. Excellent answer, Crystal. So... But how many chances do you give a liar in a relationship? And I know it probably varies depending like what stage of the relationship that you're in. But, you know, is it like you give them one chance, you give them two chances? Is it like a three strikes you're out? I mean, if you catch someone in a lie and they seem like, you know, they're going to repent, so to speak. I mean, how many opportunities does a person get? It depends on how far you are in the relationship. I mean, that's really what it comes down to. I think there's not an exact side to it. I mean, really and truthfully, it should be one lie. You know, one, you know, maybe you do the three strike thing. Maybe, um, maybe you know, depending on who you are, maybe just one time, and that's it. Depending on some, you know, what they're lying about. But you know, really and truthfully, it depends on the severity and how much you care about that person. Um, you, you know, you can, sometimes you got to really kind of look at it from a, a you know, you got to kind of 
look at it with some balance. You really don't know, you know, what the reasonings were for for the lie in the first place. Kind of get to the get the root of the, get to the root of the problem first, and then find out, and then that you know that would be your determining factor at that point. So, you know, it really depends on you know what the lie was about, why you know what they were lying about, whatnot, and then you, you mm-hmm. judge your decision from that. Point. I put I put you this way. I put this spin on it. You know, the older you get, the less the less likely you're gonna deal with a whole. You know, you're gonna deal with whatever it is. It could be big or it could be small. The, the older you get, the less likely you are because you know what you want in your life. Mm-hmm. So you look at it from that standpoint. You're just not gonna take the foolishness because time is of the essence. So if it's something, if it's over some, if it's something stupidness over some bullshit, man, you're gonna drop it like a hot potato. You know, and you ain't gonna waste your time. You know, but. You know, if you really, you know, you really care about the person or something like that, and you, you know, and you really digging the person or something like that, you'll give them multiple chances. But everybody's different. You know, it depends on your personality and what your makeup is. You know, that's really, really what it's gonna come down to. Okay, Crystal, what do you think when it comes to, um, you know, having someone who lies to you in a relationship, and maybe it depends on what stage of the relationship you're in. But do they get a second chance, a third chance? How does that work with you? Well, you know, when you're in love, you do a lot of stupid shit, and you accept a bunch of bullshit from people, and I would say that you have to learn to love yourself and to know that you do not deserve to be lied to or to be treated with disrespect, because that's really what lying is, you're disrespecting Uh someone. I mean, some people say that, well, I'm I'm lying in order not to hurt you, but really you're lying to not hurt yourself, you know, to not cause harm to whatever you're trying to hold on to, you know, your cake and everything else. So you're not really caring about that other person. So it's up to you to decide, especially if you know darn well that they're lying to you. I mean, you've caught them in it and you know, I mean, um, you know, the obvious answer is why would you stay and allow someone to continue to treat you that way? But then again, the emotional side is like, well, I don't want to be alone. Or maybe if I give him another chance, you know, he will, you know, straighten up or he learned his lesson and blah, blah, blah. And this is us lying to ourselves and trying to hold on to some fantasy that we've created in our head. And that fantasy can be very, very powerful. And, you know, I know that I have held on to relationships long, much, much longer than I should have, you know, simply because I was holding on to something that really wasn't real. And I knew it. I knew it wasn't real. I knew it was a whole lie. (laughs) But I wanted this to be real so badly that I just allowed it to happen. So... And it's hard, though. I mean, we can say this is what you do, but it's uh, the hardest thing is to let go of something we really wanted so, you know, so badly. So that's a hard one. I agree with you on that. I agree with you on that. When when you have this picture in your head of what you want things to be, it's very hard to shake that picture and get back to reality. It's easy to see with other people, but when you're in it yourself, it's very difficult. But um, yeah. I think when it comes to lying, if it's early in the relationship, then 
Yeah, the, it it may depend on what you're lying about. I guess maybe there's some there's some ways you can tell a a good like. All right, let me ask you this, Crystal. If you're dating this guy and it's been like a month, so you're just really starting to kick it good with the dude, and his ex girlfriend sends him um, a nude photo or something on you know on his cell phone unsolicited. He didn't ask for it or anything. She just sent it to him. And you you think you see it, but then he tells you it's nothing. He tries to play it off or whatever. I mean, is that something worth breaking up over? Or is, do you think that's just him trying to avoid an unnecessary argument over something that he didn't initiate? Well, this is a rule that I know and, I, and mm-hmm. I, is that when you meet someone the first few months of that so-called relationship, he is letting go of other relationships. When you right. meet him, a relationship, and it may not be a you know a serious relationship, but he's in a relationship with somebody, fucking somebody. Mm-hmm. So, at the by the time he decides that you are going to be the one, quote unquote, for now, um, then he just has to let go of these people, and he's in. Most people, men especially, but I think most people, period, don't like confrontation. So they kind of like just eventually, they hope that a person will just go away if they don't talk to them, they don't call them, they don't do. Uh-huh. So this woman, uh, these women, these exes, quote unquote, are um, are in the throes of this person not calling, letting them go. So they're like, what's going on? Why hasn't he called me? Why hasn't he done? Maybe I need to do this. Maybe I need to do that. Maybe I need to step up my game. So this is what's going on in their mind because they actually think they still have some sort of relationship with this person. So this is why they do that. Okay. They, they you know, they get these little phones. And he's trying to forget it. And he's trying to just uh-huh. dismiss it so therefore they'll go away. But you may see something and it very well may be nothing. Like she may not be anything to him. <laughs> you know? But, um, so in the beginning of a relationship, I would say, don't worry about that too much, you know, because that's just the way it is. I mean, I don't know why people actually think that this person was on an island until you showed up. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's illogical, but most people do actually feel that way. It's it's, it's weird. It's crazy. Right. I wouldn't worry All about right. that. Another excellent answer by Crystal Hickerson. Check you out. You're on fire. I mean, I agree with that 100% because, um, like, I think from a guy's perspective, when it comes to women, even when a woman breaks up with certain dudes, he's still her dude until he decides to go away. Because I always say that women always have a guy in their life who thinks that he's their boyfriend. And uh, so I don't think that a person should react to anything, like Crystal said, within the first month or so of the relationship. Because people are still trying to reach out to them because it's not like it's been announced that, hey, I'm no longer single. I'm with someone. I mean, even if you put it on Facebook, no one cares. Um, so it's like people have to get the hint sometimes that you've moved on. And if you don't just come out and tell them, just like she alluded to earlier, then they kind of just have to find out on their own. So they may try to test the waters to see where you are. And that's when you have to respond and say, hey, I'm seeing someone don't send any more naked photos to my phone unless she's asleep. So, (laughs) just kidding. (laughs) 
kind of. But um, yeah. So I, I mean, I, I think, but when it's in a part of the relationship to where like you're engaged to be married, and some woman sends a naked picture to your phone, then that's a totally different discussion, right? But I mean, it's a lot different than being at the beginning of a relationship. Now you're engaged to be married after how long you know you've been dating, and someone sends a naked photo your phone you got problems yeah you got that right i mean that's uh you know that's a whole, whole different scenario there you know it's bounce time now you know if you do something like that so you know there ain't gonna be no there ain't gonna be no excuse for no stuff like that so you know that's just not something i would it's definitely something i wouldn't deal with so crystal you mentioned something earlier about manipulation, and we all we all have different ways of of wording things, um, different terminology when it comes to words. But is there a difference between lying and withholding the truth? Well, it's all like I said, it's all part of the same family. Okay, um, withholding the truth is, you know, it's. To me, well, okay, the most obvious one is one that I think a lot of people do, especially you guys, is when you don't ask certain questions Mm -hmm. um, in the beginning of a relationship or whatever, and then, you know, you're in this quote-unquote relationship for three months, and then you find out that the guy's married, and then he says, (laughs) well, you never asked me if I was married. Right. (laughs) You never asked me if I had any kids, and so, which is why. Which is why I tell all women, always ask those questions, no matter how random it may seem. And it sounds you know. silly, but you're exactly right. Yeah. I love catching men in lies. It's a beautiful thing. But, um, you, you know, yeah, so you do have to, you know, explore and um, be very specific, you know. It's almost like, you know, the three wishes, you know, with a genie. You have to be very specific about, <laughs> you know, what you ask for, you know, because... You know, he's like, well, are you with anybody? Uh, no, not currently. <laughs> oh, no, mm. of course not. You're with me right now, but you're not with right, me right now. Right, right. Uh, you know. But, yeah, I mean, but those kinds of things, yeah, it, it is a way of lying. Yeah, this is a type of lying. But a lot of people don't believe it's actually lying because I didn't actually say it. And you didn't ask me, so therefore I didn't tell you. So, yeah, it's just a little bit of BS, but, you know, technicalities. You know, crap. Okay. All right. And um, I'm going to have to, like, set out a collection plate right now because, you know, Crystal's giving out the game and the game is to be sold and not told. So (laughs) I'm going to have to put out a collection plate. Let me go to another caller up in Quebec, Canada. I guess this might be my man Stanley. I ain't heard from him in a while. Stanley, is this you? Yes, Stanley. How are you, guys? Doing well, man. How's it going? It's doing well. It's doing well. Great show. I can't stand that. I, I I don't understand. Even when you're telling them to be honest, to be honest with you, they can't even do that, women. They can't, and they waste time, and you get frustrated. And they're the same women that will come back in the street and everything and act like you're their best friend when they know what they did. Oh, I gave this guy this number. I didn't want to really give this number, so I don't want to be honest. I don't understand why men don't want to be taken seriously because you're not honest with yourself. <laughs> Period. <laughs> God, it's so complicated. It's like 
women are women are saying to us as men, we want to be honest with you, but we're like saying, if you want us to be honest with you, encourage it when a man is honest. Some men, if you want honesty, girls, women, there's some men who just want to sleep with you. They don't want a relationship with you. Don't start having a fuss and having an attitude when a man is being honest with you about that. Because you know what happened? If you do have that attitude, that guy's going to say, I'm not going to do it again. What's the point, Sam? I ain't going to be stupid. And that's when the game starts with the guys. They say, fine, I'll pretend that I want a relationship. I'll pretend you're my number one. I'll pretend I'm monogam- monogamy. I'm not. <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> a lot of guys do that. I blame it on you, women. You don't want honesty. I, too many women saying they want honesty. No, you don't. No, you don't. No, you don't. <laughs> oh, man. I I'm sorry. No, no, no. Come on, man. It's, it's like the cheating. It's frustrating. The cheating and everything. You, you could have a girl as a friend, and you told her the guy's a cheater. No, 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 no. Okay. I don't understand that he cheated for the fifth time. Told you. <laughs> Told you. <laughs> Told you. How many times do you need? Six? Seven? <laughs> Told you. But no, I, 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 no. I must not mourn your happiness. No. I must not see the guy what he's really for. No. I don't understand. The guy doesn't want to have a relationship. Told you that. They just wanted to sleep with you. Told you. Hey, some people have to learn things the hard way, unfortunately. Um, that's just how it goes. No matter what type of advice you give them, um, they just think that you don't understand because you're not going through it. But uh, sometimes but, but, the, the, date, but the, dating, the dating relationship, the dating is not fun anymore. When you can't have the basic of being honest. If you get a number and everything, you're not even happy about it. You're like, eh, what am I going to get? I get a drama again. Yeah, you're not even excited about it. You're like, eh, whatever. I agree with you, Stanley, because it's like I, I will – I don't give people the benefit of the doubt I used to give them. I mean, every now and then I feel comfortable with someone. But for the most part, I just get so skeptical because it's like people just want to have leverage in relationships now. And they're willing to yeah. do what it takes to get that leverage, even if it includes lying. So, I mean, it does yeah. take the fun out of, out of dating like it used to. I agree yeah, it takes the fun. It takes the fun of both gender having fun. And we used to both gender look bad when a guy was being lying to a woman and a woman was lying to a man. Now we're both looking at each other like, oh, it's normal. It's okay. Right. I don't see no sisterhood, no friends say to their girlfriend, you like this guy. Oh, you'll never hear a sister say that. Ever. Even though she knows it. (laughs) Let me go go to Buck. Buck, let me ask you, um, to you, is there a difference between lying and withholding the truth, Buck? Uh, To me, it's one of the same. I mean, everybody has their, you know, that's that's again, again, you know, individual, individual person. So some people say that they're, you know, doing it to protect you. Some say, you know, they give different reasons. But I think it's kind of one and the same. It just depends on what, you know, goes back to, you know, what they what they're lying for in the first place. So you got to kind of look at that, that, analyze that, and then you know make the best determination from there. Okay. And I mean, 
I, I agree that you have to ask really specific questions these days, like Crystal said earlier. Um, there was a young lady that I used to work with back in the day, and I always thought she was nice, thought she was cool, and she reached out to me via Facebook, and we exchanged numbers and chatted for a little bit. And um, come to find out that not only did she have a man, you know, after like three weeks of chatting, she was living with him. And the only reason I found out, because a dude called me at like three in the morning and woke me up asked, trying to figure out who I was. And so, I, I mean, but I never asked her, are you living with a dude? Because you don't think you should have to ask someone that question, but people will withhold information um, as they see fit, you know, which her excuse was, well, I plan on leaving him. I didn't think it wasn't necessary to tell you, blah, blah, blah. She wanted you to be her gay friend, to her be her platonic friend, to be the attention person, to be, oh, I got this guy. I got attention from him. My boyfriend's not giving me enough attention, so I'll get this guy. I guess so. I don't know, but um, <laughs> I, had to, I had to get her to stop calling me. I ain't for that foolishness. But All right, so Crystal, last question, Crystal. Once a liar, always a liar? Um, I think um, there's a certain pattern um, for people. There, you know, the term, of course, is uh, pathological liars and people who who lie not really because they have to, but because it's a habit and it's um, it's a part of their psyche. Um, they don't know how not to lie, so they they just do it. You know, um, so there are people like that, but. I think most people, I believe, are situational liars. You know, they lie because of the particular situation that they're in and mm-hmm. um, or to get out of it or whatever. But um, I think, and I think also that most people do feel some sort of remorse for lying, even though they may not show it to that person. Um, they feel bad about the, you know, what they had to do in order to get out of that situation or to, you know, continue whatever they do. But, um, you know, I think that... So eventually people do stop because, you know, if I've had plenty of, of situations where, you know, you know, you'll find a person and go, you know what, I can't do this anymore. I have to tell you the truth, because, you know, or it may even happen like after the fact, you know, after the relationship is over and you come back together for whatever reason to talk or you see, you know, and you just have one of those conclusionary conversations if you're lucky to have that kind of a thing closure uh-huh. uh where you know people just say they admit you know you say well you know you know tell me the truth you know you were sleeping around at, at that time you weren't just over your friend's house or whatever and they go yeah yeah that, that was what was going on you know and so you know sometimes if you are i mean i wish more people were able to have those kinds of conversations with their exes um you know, to really close that chapter and to move on. But a lot of times we don't get to have those kinds of conversations um, for whatever reason. And so you just, and a lot of times it just festers within you and then it carries on into your next relationship, uh, waiting for the next person to lie. You're just, just waiting. <laughs> you know? uh-huh. It's not like you don't believe everything that's coming out of their mouth. You're just waiting for the lie to but- reveal itself. Right. Stanley, what do you think, man? Once a liar, always a liar? Uh, I think once a liar, a lot of people realize, hey, with lying, I got a better choice, a better perspective than being honest. You're basically uh, 
basically you're you're digging your hole. <laughs> the more you lie, the more you're digging your hole. And the more you must have a tape recorder, say, okay, Tuesday I told her this, Wednesday I told her this, Saturday I told her this, then I got to call my best friend, then I do this, then I got to plan. Then, because women are very intuitive. They they know the question they could ask you to trick you. And if you don't have, and they have great memory, they'll know. Yeah. You aware? Oh, I was with my best friend. What time? And they'll, they'll be like, okay, two weeks, three weeks. They'll go to your best friend. Oh, it was cool in the, watching the game of blah, blah, blah with my boyfriend coming over. And then if you didn't prepare your best friend for the answer that she presented, like the guy feels like, well, I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, you're done. Yeah, that's, that's <laughs> a bad spot to put your friend in sometimes. That's a bad spot. When your friend looks at you and asks what that, that look of, dude, help me help you, and they don't know what lie to tell, man, you've got to prep your friends if you're going to make your lie to tell. Oh, you got to prep the whole you got to prep the whole seat. If she asked you this, this is the time it came. If she did right. that, this is... Because they don't know. They're very interested. Men were like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We need face value. Women, it's your great memory that helps you sometimes. A lot yeah. of times it helps you. I agree. But uh, I... The, the, the question I would ask, since so much lying is happening, why is honesty not based on relationship? Why are we so much scared of being saying, Let's be totally honest from the start. Why are some people so hard to say, let's base our relationship on this? You don't like my clothes? Tell me. You don't, you think I gain weight? Tell me. I'm not attracted to you as much as before. Tell me. Why are we not folk, Why are we not encouraging that? Why are we not encouraging? I haven't a clue. I just think because, um, and, and the intelligence and chime in, I think because, Honesty takes away your leverage. When someone, when you have to reveal something that puts you in a weaker position, I don't think people want to go through that or, or endure that. You know, so they want to try to stay in control of the situation or in control of the relationship or have some type of standing in a relationship to where they don't feel like they've been knocked down a peg and now they somehow have to cater to you in return. So I think some people feel like it's easier to lie and look a certain way or maintain a certain image than to tell the truth or want to know the truth, um, you know, in order to help the relationship out. I mean, ultimately, the truth is going to help the relationship, even if it's something that you may not want to hear at the time, you can grow from it. But, uh, you know, we have no interest in that as people these days. We just want what we want and want to look a certain way. And uh, are people are, are people maybe scared of losing what they have because they're scared that if they do become honest, suddenly that partner that saw them that way would be like, I didn't think you were that way, and I don't want to be with that guy or that woman that's that way. Or, or is it the sense that if I do tell her the truth, maybe I lost, maybe I'll lose her. I mean, I that too, to be this. But we kind of we kind of revert back to childhood. It's almost like that kid that you know when the, when his mom asked him. Did you get some of the chocolate cake on the cabinet? And he's standing there with chocolate icing on his hand, and he says no. You know, even though he knows he did, he can't bring himself to admit to it because, yeah, he feels like there are going to be consequences to the actions. Even though the consequences are going to be twice as bad because you lied about it, but uh, we just kind of revert back to childhood to where it's like, no, I didn't do it, and we have icing all over our fingers. Wow. So, 
Yeah, it's sad. But, it's Buck, sad. I'll let you close it out. Um, Buck, once a liar, always a liar in your opinion, or can a liar be uh, delivered? <laughs> Quote, unquote. Buck, are you there? Biggity, biggity, Buck? My mute Buck was stuck. Sorry All that. right. No problem. Go ahead. Once a liar, always a liar, or can you be... Um, can you be um, a born again truth teller? I don't think I don't think once lie always lie. I think it just depends on. I think it really depends on the situation that that person's in at that time for the for, you know for that to take place. But I mean, there are some that you run across that that's all they do, and that's just who they are. But it just depends. I mean, it's it's individual. You know, it's the individual. Um, I don't think it's once a liar, always a liar. I think that you can overcome that. It just takes a little, um, you got to, it takes a little effort and you have to develop a track record of being honest to get your reputation, um, to change from being a liar to being someone who's a stand up person. But for the most part, um, I, I don't know. I think everyone can stop lying, but as far as realistically, I think you always have to kind of keep your eye on a liar. And there are many different times of, kinds of, of liars, people. I mean, you have the one who will cheat on you and lie. You have the one who will lie about, you know, she might lie about what she paid for a purse because she wants to look like she's, she's balling out of control when she knows she got this knockoff at the swap meet, you know. You're going to have people who lie at work to try to look like that they're doing more than what they are. You're going to have that uncle at the family reunion who lies about basically everything he's ever done in his life, knowing that um, he's not done anything, you know, worth worthwhile. So you have different kinds of, kinds of liars. Some of them are harmless, and then some of them can be, you know, very hurtful to where it cuts you right to your very soul. And I think ultimately what you have to do is, one, you definitely want to pay attention uh, to actions more than anything, because a liar can woo you with words, but a lot of times they still move as a liar. You have to just kind of pay attention and watch what they do. Um, then you have to keep up with the stories they tell you. I mean, I know it sounds stupid and a waste of time, but that's the only way you're going to know, because a lot of liars can't repeat their story without leaving out or changing a detail. So you have to pay attention and ask questions and take mental notes um, because at some point, if they're lying, then something's going to change. Um, you can pay attention to certain tales like a right-handed person, when they lie, most of the time they're going to look up and to the left because that's the cognitive side of the brain where you create. So if someone's looking up to the left and they're right-handed, then they're probably making up a story. And it's the opposite if they're left-handed. Um, if they're looking up to the right, then they're trying to recall something. That's the recall side of the brain. So um, there's certain things. And I used to watch this show. Did any of you ever see this show on Fox about five years ago? It was called Lot of Me. Crystal Buck. Yeah. You said yes, Crystal? Yeah, I watched the first uh, season. That was an awesome show. And... A lot of the things they talked about on that show was, I mean, biological. It was real. Um, you have to just be the type of person who's got the natural ability to notice. But a lot of times, people will make a special, a facial expression 
for a split second before they respond or react to something that you said. And a lot of times that facial expression will tell the truth, you know, as far as, you know, if you ask them something that makes them angry, then you'll see a slight scowl before they mask that that real emotion with whatever fake emotion they're going to give you and fake answer they're going to give you. And if you ever get a chance to watch the show, a lot of me, I think it was only on for two seasons before Fox canceled it. And um, I started sending them nasty emails because I thought it was a great show. Um, go on Netflix and watch it. It is very good. And you can learn a lot. And what's great about the show is that the show, you know, is completely fictional. It's a drama or whatever, but they always relate it to real life situations. So they'll show someone lying about something on the show and then they'll compare it to pictures of actual events like, you know, something Bill Clinton lied about or something that George Bush lied about. I mean, it's great. It's a very interesting show. It's called Lie to Me. So go ahead and take a look for that if you get the opportunity. All right, uh, final thoughts on the show on Liar. Uh, well, uh, good show and um, uh, very interesting, you know, take on a subject. I mean, this is a subject that we all do from time to time, male or female. And, you know, and I think it has to do with our experiences, depending on which, you know, side of the scale we tend to fall on. But... You know, I think that in life, it's it's hard to be honest. Uh, I think, you know, you were talking about the fact of uh, appearing weak. And, and that's really what it is, is. We don't like to appear weak or to feel like we're losing somehow. And uh, most of the lies that are told are usually told to ourselves, you know, alone, you know, looking in the mirror or just trying to get through the the day or the night, you know. So you, you tell yourself whatever you have to tell yourself in order to go to sleep and wake up in the morning, you know. But, um, you know, it, it is hard to be a true and honest person. And sometimes people don't allow you to, to be honest, it, as I, I believe uh, Stanley was saying. You know, people don't allow you to... Um, to tell the truth because they don't believe it when you say it, <laughs> mm-hmm. because you know it, it's, it's kind of interesting sometimes how that happens. It's like we want the lie, we want it so badly that we don't even believe the truth when we hear it. So, um, and you know, so it can be a vicious cycle. But but you're right. If you, the way to um, to become, I guess, truthful and honest for anyone is is to stand by what you say and, you know, show it within your speech and in your actions. And then, you know, you become a person that people will know, no, he, he was going to, he's going to tell you straight, you know, if he said it, he meant it or, you know, that kind of thing. But that comes from time of people seeing that, you know, you're that type of person. So, um, but in the long run, you know, it, it, it is of course better to tell the truth because that way you don't have to have a good memory you can because it, it is always the same no matter who tells it or how you tell it or who who asks or how it's always the same answer you can't trip me up because it was the truth then and it's the truth now so but anyway good show i look forward to your next show coming up podcast and your live show next week on tuesday
Thank you very much, ma'am. I appreciate it and all of your wonderful insights. And I got to give you a round of applause. Tell you, I'm going to start calling you Professor up in here. <laughs> all right, Buck. What you got, man? Great show. I mean, this is an interesting topic. And, you know, this is something that, like Crystal said, you know, this is something that we deal with on a day to day basis, depending on who you, you know, who you're with or whatnot or who you're not with. Um, it just, you know, very interesting insight. Similar views. I mean, it's a, um, it's really tough to deal with from, you know, especially when you, you, um, you put a lot of effort into a relationship and, you know, you have somebody, um, lie to you. It's, it's, it's pretty heartbreaking. Um, but at the same time, it makes you grow and, you know, you have to grow and you have to, you know, be honest, especially when you're giving, giving that person, you know, a part of you. You know, you want them to be honest to you, just like you, you should be honest to them. So, but hopefully, you know, we can we shed enough insight on it to where we can, you know, recognize the warning sign, so that way it doesn't happen to anybody else. Um, so you can recognize patterns and things of that nature, and listen, you know, be attentive, and as long as you do those things, everything should come out all right, and you don't get yourself hurt. But anyway, great topic, you know, great show, and. Uh, And that's going to do it for this Throwback Thursday edition of the Talk to Q radio show. Go to TalkToQ.com and find all things T2Q there. You can follow me on social media at TalkToQ. And be sure to like my Facebook fan page to be alerted of upcoming Facebook live episodes of the Talk to Q radio show. You can join the live stream and comment with your thoughts during the show and have them read on the air. I truly appreciate you listening, and I hope that you have a great day. All right.